छात्र अमिस्त्रोबीन हजार Okay, I'm drawing a line in the fucking sand here. Do not read the Latin. Okay, that I believe should be that. <laughs> yeah, I know I sound uncertain. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure at the end of this, we're going to be like, okay, great. Oh, it didn't record at all. Oh! <laughs> Do you remember the, the, the one where we parted where we're like, is it all what? It, it, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Where I thought I had oh, lost no. it all. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was exciting. Yeah. It's one that of the reasons. It took like that, a year off of our lives, yeah, probably. It's one of the reasons I wanted to get away from recording on the laptop. So welcome, welcome to Don't, Don't Read, Read the, the Latin. Latin. <laughs> where hopefully you're, you're noticing better sound quality than in previous episodes. Knock on wood. Because instead of the laptop and USB microphone setup that we have been using, uh, I got us a Tascam DR05 digital audio recorder. We're fancy. We're incredibly fancy. So My name is Jennifer Lovely. And my I name have, is Jennifer Lovely. And this is? Not Jennifer Lovely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll be funny next episode, I promise. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm I Michael Montour. I'm not promising Okay, anything. you're not promising that. <laughs> I'm Michael Montour. So, there. so I was... You know, it's like I've been doing all of this. Oh, my God, we're going to get to go to Crypticon, and it's uh-huh. going to be awesome. And holy shit, it's at the end of this month. Yeah, I, I need to, like, start researching for panels and stuff. <laughs> I'm uh, just excited because I have my tickets. And there's, have... a, there's at least one year where I actually researched my panels while I was at the convention on the day of. Like, <laughs> okay, notes finished. Let's get to the panel. Because I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a goddamn professional. <laughs> And I'm sure you were wonderful. Uh, yeah, it went fine. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the problem. Exactly. Because I have so oh, many God. people yes. like you in my life that yes. drive me nuts because nobody prepares beforehand because I have these brilliant people in my life <laughs> that will wait until the last minute and then and then succeed amazingly. Mm-hmm. And, and you get such a wonderful adrenaline rush by doing it that way that it becomes really, really Actually, fucking addictive. And then I you wanna, ruin your life. It, it's yes. good times. I have heard this exact same thing from Jim. I've mm-hmm. heard this exact same mm-hmm. thing from Jill, and it drives me fucking nuts. Because I am, I'm the queen of preparation. Like I do everything oh, yeah. well, well, well in advance. Have you ever seen the uh, hyperbole and a half strip of somebody talking to themselves? Okay, you you have to do the thing, or it'll be catastrophic if we don't. Okay, okay. So 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 get up and get up and do it. Okay, I, I, I'm doing it. You're not doing it. You're just saying it. <laughs> You're just saying it. If I well, everything's ruined. Oh, no. How did that happen? happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the downside of, of, of the seat of your pants method. You're still so, coughing. I am still coughing, your, and your, I am still a little your bit Your voice hoarse. sounds better, though. It is. It's, I mean, I can hear that I'm a little hoarse. I may have found what's causing the problem um, of the six months of coughing. Um, that's good. That was... Uh, started off with a uh, walking pneumonia in December and then just decided it liked living here. <laughs> you know, yeah. That's it. I live here now. <laughs> I'm comfy in these lungs. <laughs> I'm going to stay here forever. If you didn't have such luxurious lungs, you wouldn't Apparently, have this Apparently, they weren't so awesome. I've never said that sentence before. And it's <laughs> entirely possible no one lungs. ever has. So, 
So I am doing better. Um, I'm on so many forms of steroids that it's amazing. I'll be very strong soon or either that or growing a beautiful goatee. <laughs> or both. Or Could both. Be both. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I was worried that you might get disqualified from podcasting yes, because of steroid because use. Of steroid yeah. use. Fortunately, we're not quite at the Olympic level <laughs> of podcasting yet. Yeah, we're like junior be a tremendous scandal. I don't know. <laughs> junior varsity podcasting. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, we... No, I think it's fine. I, I'm like, should it be closer? Yeah, I maybe don't it should know. Be closer. It couldn't hurt. I don't think. Or... I, I mean, obviously, closer. that made a tremendous so noise. So we have an, a wonderful theme. Yeah, let's, let's see what, what our theme is. How are uh, you? How are you pimping this out? Uh, the, the the title that I keep coming back to is The Book Was Better. Which is awesome. Which is probably what we're going to go with. But so this is, uh, yeah, horror, horror movies based on books. Yep. Some of which are fantastic and some, some of which are, are not. <laughs> and that doesn't really seem to have a lot to do with how good the book was. Mm-mm. You know, it, it, you, there are excellent and, books that make terrible movies and vice versa. Yeah, and, and, everywhere and, and books that are improved by... Yeah, there's a few. By the movie making. So, um... So what have you seen recently? What have I seen recently? Um, <laughs> You're well, you, a you, nut. <laughs> you, you know, one of the things I've seen recently <laughs> is that I, I, I saw a, a marathon of every movie with, with Captain America in it. So that's... The Captain Marathon. No, no, they didn't call it that. Everyone I know has been calling it that because that's what it should have been called. Oh, they just called it the Captain like, America Marathon. That's stupid. I know. I, I completely Bastards. agree. As far as I'm they concerned... Missed, it's, it's a missed opportunity. Yeah, it's completely a missed opportunity. It should have been the Captain Marathon. <laughs> so that was pretty fantastic. That's a, a lot of movies to, to sit down and, and watch in a row. Yeah, I was I was uh, laughing with because uh, because he went and our friend Pleiades went and mm-hmm. uh, and and handsome boyfriend Jim went also. And so I was talking with my daughter at the end of the day, and I was like, "So what did you do today?" And she told me these adventure-filled stories with uh, drawing and unicycling and break dancing, as my daughter does, because my daughter is a piano playing, break dancing unicyclist that. Is, yes. Yeah. And vampire uh, and, and vampire princess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she is Jillian point two point oh. Yeah. But not, I just uh... want to be vampire witch queen. <laughs> <laughs> um. And I was like, well, you know what Jim did today? Jim went to the Captain of Marathon because I thought that's yeah, what it was called because right. it just made sense. And she gives me this quizzical look, and I'm like, no, he he watched five movies in a row, and she looks at me and she's like. He's a nut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there must have been days when you've watched five movies in a row. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you just managed to keep that from your child, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Secrets. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And so th- this, of course, included uh, the new movie. Um, which I haven't seen which yet. Which you haven't seen so. yet. I, it's really good. That's I really liked it. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm excited. It, it's... It's definitely more of an Avengers sequel than okay. it is a Captain America sequel. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, and I think in a lot of ways it's a better Avengers sequel than Age of Ultron was. Age of Ultron made me sad. Yeah. There, it, there's it reasons. To, it, the only thing that really made me sad with it is it lost the storytelling to me that the other stories had. Yeah. It just felt like they were trying to mash so many awesome superhero poses. Yeah. That they lost like the amazing part, which, which, which is the characters. Well, having watched it again is part of this marathon there's a couple of observations that i have for age of ultron (laughs) and one of which is that they've managed to give the vision the most convoluted origin of any marvel character yes Uh, because anyone else i can easily describe in 25 words or less and the vision i'm not even going to go into right now is that our our main big bad no that that was uh that was the android the 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 big bad 
started to make his body for himself, but then okay. it got like one of the Infinity Gems, and then Thor activated it with his hammer. And I'm not making any of this up. They made this up. I don't know why they made all this up. There could have been a simpler way to do it. Uh, so, so that was was one criticism I have of it. And the other criticism I have of it is that when they go to the farmhouse to like hide out for a little while, yeah, it's, it's like Hawkeye's the, the urgency. Friendly. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the urgency of the whole story just Drives is derailed. Through. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think it ever really properly recovers from that. But but that's Age of Ultron. Uh, Captain America, the new movie whose name I'm forgetting Civil for now. Yeah, Civil War. I stunt brain. What is so civil about war anyway? Oh. <laughs> you were saying? <laughs> what, what, was I? <laughs> I don't know. It was way better. It, it Good. Was that super, makes super me, fun. That makes me hopeful. So, uh, uh, what there... else have I seen lately? Oh, I know what else I, I saw recently. And something during dinner reminded me of this because I had completely forgotten. It wasn't in my notes. Uh, but I saw something that you may not have even heard of, uh, although it was a fairly recent movie called Project Almanac. No. No. Uh, time travel movie. Well, there so you go. That, that's, you know, one of my. One of my sticks. It is frightening to me how many things that are like little niche things that you adore that Jim adores. <laughs> well, that, that's the other thing about this is, is I'm starting to realize that I have a particular niche that I hadn't really quite yeah. grasped before. You just that this is also an example it, of seeing it, and that's um, teenage protagonist mad science movies. Okay. So you remember some from from the eighties, like you know, Explorers or oh, yeah. Flight of the Navigator, you know, all that. Yeah. Yeah, th- this is kind of another example of that, and that you, you've you've got this uh, teenager who's you know deeply into science and engineering, is working on his application to MIT, and finds uh, his father's notes for how to build a time machine Ooh. and builds a time machine. That's and better than finding a head in a bag in your brother's closet. It's way better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that that movie is found is the title of that one that she's referring to. And I thought it was very, very good, and I cannot in all good conscience recommend it to anyone. <laughs> um, because, it's yeah, found, found, I, I yeah, wow. Um, <laughs> you have completely derailed me. I have. Um, it's my job. I thought it was really good, and I was glad I saw it, and at the same time, I, I wished Never I could go back it. and scrub it back out of my, my brain. Head, yeah. Uh, but uh, Project Almanac, not a great movie, but in a lot of ways, it was kind of the movie that... Uh, I wished the butterfly effect had been. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it was pretty fun. It was cute. It was, it was exactly the, the brain level that I was at when I rented it. Um, and then, uh, well, you, you can talk about what we watched on Friday. And then beyond that, the only other thing I saw was something for tonight's topic. So. Okay. I have a bunch of stuff that I've watched, and a bunch of it was rewatches. Um, I caught up on Penny Dreadful, including the season premiere for season three. And it is so weird because, again, anybody who's been listening to the podcast knows that I had kind of a a fraught year last year and and just a lot of emotional turmoil. And there's a lot of stuff I didn't watch because, and it's things I've watched stuff that's really harrowing, but didn't care as much. Like, I love the characters in Penny Dreadful. And there was a little bit that was like, I didn't know how harrowing it was going to be to watch it, and I loved the characters so much, I didn't think I could emotionally handle the weight of the show. Um, And then as soon as I started watching it, I'm like, oh my god, all my friends have come home, and I love them, (laughs) and everything's better now. And it it was harrowing, and but wonderful. And and, uh, the season one or the season three opener 
introducing wonderful new characters. It's just, if you're not watching Penny Dreadful, you should really give it a shot. It's just beautiful characters. Victorian. One of these days I intend to watch like More the fourth than... or maybe even the fifth episode. <laughs> uh, finished up Daredevil season two. And I it haven't was even started that Really either. fucking amazing. I, I've, been, I've been watching more uh, Jessica Jones though. Because oh. I never finished that. And I want to finish it before I start on Daredevil. I get ya. Um, Jessica Jones was a really difficult watch for it, me. Because it, yeah. it's... it's any time that they were getting into the controlling aspects, it was mm-hmm. really a painful watch for me. But it's still so good. But it took a lot of hand-holding to make it through that series. Yeah, absolutely. David Tennant was just fucking amazing in it. I, I certainly yeah. knew going into it, yeah, he could be a good villain. And oh my fucking God. And oh yes, he can. Yeah. Cause there, there and, were... and there's that petulant anger about oh, him, yeah. which is what is so terrifying. Which he does really well. He, he did it really well when he was the doctor and he yeah. does it really well in those. Yeah. Um, he scared me in the same way that um, Matt Smith's character scared me in Lost River. I still where, need to see that. The, yeah. the, the trailer I was started, amazing. It's so funny because um, the last I've, I've been I had always resisted buying more movies on because on VOD, um, especially through Amazon because I really like owning my physical yeah. discs. But my house is overloaded. And so unless... He says, looking around. (laughs) I, you know, but on the other side of it, um, speaking of movies that we watched, we most recently watched Bone Tomahawk. Yes. And it is one of those movies watching it where I really wish I had it on the Blu-ray. Because there were just... I, I felt like the picture would have been... I've got a projector and I felt like the picture would have been a little bit richer... Um, which is a double-edged sword with bone tumble. <laughs> um, yeah, being able to gloss over some of the details in that might have been a blessing. So, um, and also, I, I think I had uh, my projector set up for gaming because it's just it's getting it's it's oh, Seattle right. where it's a little bit brighter and the yeah. the blacks get a little weird. Um, but it just our days get very long as our days get uh, as we go towards summertime, and so I have blackout curtains, but they're not perfect and right. so i kind of have to amp up my my projector a little bit to be able to still see things and do things uh so i have been talking about showing everybody bone tomahawk and even while showing it i kind of had a problem with showing it because it's good but it is so viscerally violent and yeah. and gory and it's so much but on the other side of it amazingly well written yeah uh, the characters and the thing is is uh the one complaint that I heard uh, from just, I can't remember if I went to Rotten Tomatoes or something else or IMDb. Uh, somebody made the complaint that the, um, that his wife seemed miscast because she didn't seem to fit the same time frame that the rest of them did. Maybe because she was such huh. an outspoken wife, but who's to say all yeah. the women, it's like, yes, we want to pretend that back in the pioneer days and what have you, that every woman was silent and wifely, but you know, it really took all she, kinds. She seemed like she was being wifely enough. She was if very you, wifely. If you know what I mean. If you, oh, 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 <laughs> yeah, I could understand trekking out across the desert with a broken leg after that woman. Absolutely, yeah. Yes, because I, 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 you got to get her back. Yeah, <laughs> she thinks you write poetry. Yeah, that was, it was so just sweet. so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was well written, and I thought. Everybody just did a fantastic job. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was well acted, well written. It was um, gutting in a lot of ways. The, <laughs> yes, it was. But well, I, I was about to say that the violence in it is the kind of violence I like in movies. By which I don't mean yay violence, but by which I mean 
it it, it has a real impact. You. It's it, a yeah. horrifying bad thing. Where you're not just... like that was the best death. Yeah, and exactly. We're not that horror fan anyhow. But you know, it's not where anybody's going to be like, oh, what was the best? Because they're going to be like too busy being really sad and unhappy. Yep. Um, and which is what violence like that should inspire, in my opinion. I, I, I completely agree. Uh, speaking of uh, the horror movie Fridays, uh, the showing that I did before, which now I feel a little bit of regret about. Jim mm. had never seen What We Do in the Shadows. Showing What We Do in the Shadows to someone who's going to love What We Do in the Shadows with a group of people who've already, already seen. Mm, yeah. I didn't realize until it was over that, that he, he hadn't, hadn't seen, seen it, it before. before. Which is why I wanted to reshow it. And plus, I'd just been in the mood to re-see it again. Um... But no, so he missed a lot of the, the follow-up dialogue on things because we're laughing and being yeah. horrible, like yeah. we do whenever it's a horror comedy. I, I, I still think that, that you need to put a smart-ass comment jar in the I middle do. of the room. I do, I need so to that, charge people. Yeah, we just have to put a dollar in it every, every time we make time. a smart-ass comment. And, and then it'll go towards buying ciders for everybody. <laughs> Hell, it'll go towards Techless College Education. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Though I felt bad because I was doing a lot of talking during Bone Tomahawk because there's just a lot of things that I just thought were so amazing as we were watching it. Yeah. I mean, but, but I mean, it, it, was, it was never the kind of conversation that took away from the experience of watching the movie. Yeah. You know. Well, we can, I, I can pretend that that's the case when it's me talking. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, it, it is your house. So, you know, as much of a hypocrite <laughs> as you like. And, um. Uh, the week before we watched Jennifer's Body, which I came away liking, liking a lot more than I did the first time I watched it by myself. I think it's one of those movies that benefits from... I'm trying to remember why I wasn't here. Oh, is that the time that You got that tired. I, yeah, that's right. I had dinner you with you guys and I was like, well, like, bye. I'm done now. Yeah. Yeah, and you I've really been, wanted to see it, but you... I've been sleepy a lot lately. It's kind yeah. of alarming. Hmm. Anyway. Um, so we watched Jennifer's Body and I liked it a lot more. Good. Uh, I liked it the first time I saw it. I have trouble with Diablo Cody's dialogue. Oh, yeah? Um, and, and honestly, I... Oh, that, that reminds watching Kevin Smith stuff, I kind of feel the same way where it, it seems like... Sure. Look how funny I am. That's what I wanted to say before we got any further away from Bone Tomahawk, because that was the main thing that I loved about it, is the dialogue is just so good. Oh, it was. That's, Yeah. But yeah, Diablo Cody is, is is another one of those writers who's very it's very, very stylized. stylized. Yeah, and there's certain people I'm okay with it with, and there's certain people, it, it just hadn't grown on me. Maybe if I'd have seen Juno and had yeah. that uh, appetizer of, sure. of of having the seed planted, and I'm sure there's people out there who feel the same way about um, Joss's. Oh, Joss absolutely. Whedon's I where, I, I, think it's, I think it's very similar. Yeah, really, Joss and yeah. Diablo. It's just a little bit younger. Yeah. And so because mm -hmm. it's, you know, because Joss's stuff is more aimed at exactly my age and Diablos is a little bit younger. That that was the other thing that I was thinking while I was watching Project Almanac was realizing this movie is it's not, not aimed, aimed at, at me. me. And that I would be enjoying it a lot more if I were a teenager now. Because, yeah. you know, like at one point, one of the things that they do with their time machine that I thought was really, really clever is uh, they, they go to Lollapalooza, which they had Aww. missed. They, they buy somebody's you know used vip passes off of ebay oh, that's and then wonderful. go back to when it's still and i remember and crying my junior year of high school or no it might have even been because it was 92 wasn't it? it wasn't the first lollapalooza that sounds about right yeah. um and i remember like i just there was no way for me to go and i had friends that went and i loved the entire lineup sure so much and i remember like 
realizing like the day it was happening that that's where all of the people I knew were because I mean it's oh, like it, yeah. was, it was down in Minneapolis and yeah. I was up in Deer River which is northern so it's like a three and a half hour drive period and I yeah. and going this is that thing I can't do well that that's exactly how these how these characters were because you know they, they were the unpopular kids at the beginning of the film so they knew that you know quote everyone else at yeah. their school you know yeah. uh, but but so while I was watching the scenes I was like okay this is fun and I get it but I would get it more if this were my music. Yeah. This is not Which my music. was my senior year of high school, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else is I going to bring up? Um, I did see The Witch. Right. Which I did really enjoy. Um, it didn't... I did really enjoy it. Um, my friend Marcy wants to see it again, and I was like, yes, I will absolutely watch it again with you. Um, it did not... I don't know how to explain it. Um, I I enjoyed it. I, I liked the story. I liked I liked it, but there was something that was lost in the translation to me that I, I did I didn't fall in love with it. And I think the, yeah. the the movie that I brought up that I used in comparison was uh, Honeymoon, where when I saw Honeymoon, mm. even though mm-hmm. it broke my heart, I was it it just you know it's just like something where it just settles in your lap and it feels perfect. Yeah. And I didn't get that sense. It's like I liked going on the ride. I'm glad I went on it. And I and I liked the story. And but there was just there was just some little intangible something there that didn't that didn't make it mine. Right. It just made it a movie yeah. I enjoyed I, visiting. I would like to see it again now that I know what it's like and have yeah. a different set of expectations. Because you know, reading the advance buzz on it. I knew it was being talked up way too, too much, much to me. I, I was seeing headlines was. like, you know, this is the best yes. horror movie in the past 20 years. I'm like, no, I know it's already that not. it's not. Yeah. Stop telling me this bullshit. Whereas, you know, on the other hand, I saw a very similar buzz about like It Follows and, and, it and The Babadook like and that did it. live up to it. Yeah. Which I suppose actually is part of the reason why The Witch disappointed me as much as it did. Is, it, is I was hearing the same kind of buzz about it as I heard about these movies that I loved. loved. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to love this too, right? Yeah. And and I didn't so much. But... But it was good. Yeah. It was really it good. It is a good and, movie. And, the performances um, were great. The performances were great. Um, the twins were horrible. Terrifying. Um, no, it was just it was just a, a wonderful movie. And, I, you know, if, if, if you read... If you read the synopsis and that appeals to you at all, like run out there and see it. It's yeah. per- it's it's great. If you read that and are like, don't. Yeah. You know, and there's been a lot of blowback that it's not horror, and I'm sorry. I think it's in my eyes, it's horrifying and thus horror. Definitely by the end of it. Yeah. It, it, well, that, that's the thing is that I think it has a stronger claim to being a horror movie than Bone Tomahawk does. Yeah, potentially yes. Oh. Yeah. The witch, even though it didn't scare me, its intention clearly throughout is to unsettle you. Yeah. And that's not all that's going on in Bone Tomahawk. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, Bone Tomahawk is, to me, a Western. Yes. That ends up having very strong, horrific elements. Yes. So. Uh, The only other thing that I want to toss out there really quickly, just because it's a conversation that we've had, is uh, Jim is almost entirely through Steven Universe. Right. And there was a bunch of it that we we watched with him and uh it's just every time I I've, I've watched Steven Universe the way I've watched a little things a lot of things that were initiated by my daughter where end up missing a lot of episodes because there's so much that I'm responsible for that I can't sit and watch something for 4 hours with her yeah like she is and so I will take breaks during episodes and there's episodes I miss cuz they're like 14 minute episodes 
I miss whole stretches or I'll, you know, she'll watch it over days or weeks or months and then I'll catch one here, catch one there. And, and so there's a bunch of episodes that I've missed and getting to sit with her and, and like go back through them. I'm blown away about plot points that I missed. Oh, no. and, and yeah. it's, it's, it's so well written and about really important things that are becoming even more important day to day. Just mm-hmm. with what's in politics right now and what's yeah, happening seriously. in the world. So. You, you know we got new episodes soon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If not already, did they already start? It hasn't started yet. Okay. Um, but yes, very much looking forward to that. So, anyway, books. Yes. The book was better. <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't uh, always the case. The, the thing that really made me so really uh, happy... Yes. With this is is realizing, you know, that there were a lot of classic movies that, you know, came from a screenwriter. But so sure. many of the real classics all came from literature. Yeah, that's um, true. Like especially the, um, the Universal, like pretty much all of the Universal movies, um, excepting... Uh, the Wolfman, right? Because that's not from an actual right, no. book. That's yeah. more from folklore. Exactly. They, they, they uh, kind of mishmashed a bunch you, exactly, of folklore together. Exactly. But then you come have up with Dracula own, and Frankenstein well. and the Invisible Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, that all came from books. Uh, Island of Dr. Moreau. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. All these very, very classic. Yep. And then I have the ones that like I introduced that, that I like showed, which is like Rebecca. Yeah. And Dragon Wick, which was the inspiration for Crimson Peak. And The Innocence. And The Innocence. Out of all the stuff that, that you've shown me that I've never heard of, that I'm, <laughs> that I'm astonished no one's talked to me about before, The Innocence is at the top of that list because it was fucking amazing. I know. On every level. <laughs> and then you have The Haunting. Yes. The. the that 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 for me is, is is skipping right to the end because that's oh, all, that, that's probably no no well, no no I, I mean not necessarily I was saving that for the end of the episode but I mean just just in terms of just my list of favorites because that's probably my favorite horror movie period yes. and to be absolutely clear we were talking about the 1963 version not the 1999 version because which that's... is to be avoided <laughs> even at the cost of your own life. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, it's that's actually been kind of one of my goals is um well hold on, I just want to make sure I'm getting uh the spiral staircase and the uninvited. Oh, yeah. Um and so it's been kind of my goal because you know you know, these are the movies aren't as well known. No. Anymore. A lot of these things that I've shown, you know, I mean Rebecca's really, really famous yeah. and in the haunting, because I mean, they're held up consistently as as you know, the most wonderful things that have been done so far. Because yeah. they were wonderful movies, but they were also wonderful books. Um, it has been my goal, and it's been kind of hard. I mean, I've actually had to put down a little bit of money uh, to find these books. Like uh, you oh, know, really? Jim's mom had Dragonwick, and well, I mean, sometimes you can find really shitty copies sure. find through you know used booksellers on Amazon. Um, or you find these little vanity presses that will do um, reissuances of them, and they're spendy. They're like library binding right. printings, and 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 you're spending like twenty two to thirty two dollars. Yikes! And yeah, I mean it's it's not, you know. And the thing is, it's like they're all in my to be read pile because they're all movies that I love, and I'm like, well, I want to see, you know, what what did the book? Because I've ate like um, in Dragonwick. Um, which we showed um, 
it's it's a Vincent Price hero and where, you know, you're kind of left at the end of it going, was he kind of swept along by horrible fate or, you know, was he just a terrible person? And, and I need to see that. I, I wasn't there oh, when you showed that. Oh, you were here when yes. showed it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, I've got the movie. And, Good. Good and, but, no, it was really funny because I was talking with Jim about it um, like the next day and all of a sudden his mom's like I'm pretty sure I have that book and so I've got it on my bookshelf oh, right yeah. now yeah. And I, I still haven't read it it's, it's just I have this huge pile because I have I have more want for media than I have time yeah which is I, I think it's any movie watcher and book reader that, that's the story of their life is there's so much mm-hmm. there's this bounty <laughs> that, that's the thing that, I, that I've noticed lately that I, that I keep doing is I've, I've bought a bunch of uh, Doctor Who nonfiction books that oh. I'm not getting around to reading, but yet I just keep buying, buying them, more. and I'm like, "Is this is this healthy? Is this just hoarding mm. behavior? What are you doing right <laughs> I now?" I must own them all. But but and then I'll it, lay around like to Moore someday, and yeah. that horrible movie where she rolls around in the money. Except our, you know, you yours will be all Doctor Who. Well, we're taking that part out of the episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cutting that. No, you're not. <laughs> you're right. Um. So, yeah, the the one that I that I watched for this episode, because I was I was I was researching, and was quickly discovering that, you know, there's a ton of movies that I love that are based on books, but there wasn't a lot that I was finding that was based on a book that I hadn't seen that I wanted to see. Okay, until so I watched Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. I saw it in a theater. Yeah, that's right. You did. What did you think of it? I thought it was silly and fun. Yeah, it was pretty fun. I didn't. I didn't hate it, uh, especially like about halfway through. It really kind of gets going, and it's very silly. Yeah, it is. But it, it had. But it, it, it at no point took itself too seriously. Where you're oh, like, no, 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 yeah. like, oh, you're doing a terrible job of that because da, 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 you know it's the, just like the big climax of it was I, too. I don't remember anything. It, that it's it's the it's train not. going over the burning bridge and they're like <laughs> jumping around and yeah, shit because Abraham Lincoln's a fucking ninja. Who yeah, knows? with an axe. Um, and the, while I, I liked most of the film well enough, the climax of it was just so ridiculous and CGI laden that I just couldn't yeah. care about anything yeah, that like, my whatever. head was pointed at. <laughs> um, but other than that, it was pretty decent. But that said, I've never read the book. And going on uh, the Internet Movie Database and looking at reviews from people who have read the book, they fucking hate this movie. Oh. This movie changed everything, apparently. Okay. Um. So, yeah. So there's some book out there called Abraham Lincoln... Vampire Hunter. That apparently, bears, yeah. There, there's like there's like a small handful of characters that have the same names. Oh. There's a couple of scenes from the book that make it into the movie, and that's basically it. The the antagonists made up for the movie. Oh. The the whole very important plot point of you know vampires being vulnerable to silver, you know, it was like like the the resolution of the plot hinges yeah. on this. Not in the book. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. So. Hmm. <laughs> so that's. Definitely a movie that I watched. <laughs> um, let's see. The Innocence. Um, well, let's start with... Uh, I'm going to just go with the Amityville Horror. Sure. 
Have you ever read that book? I, I, I have. I think I have, but if I did, I read you it know, when I was a kid. I am a child born in the early 70s, mm-hmm. and, and, and the Amityville Horror book was at every garage sale. Yeah, exactly. Which is how I got 90% of my books as a kid, because we did not have a, a real public library. I figure I must have read it, because I don't see how I could have avoided it. Yeah, I mean, I that was how I read uh, the Amityville Horror. That was how I read all the, flower in the at- Flowers in the Attic books, which yeah. is also in here. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, and I have that on my list, but I've never seen it. And I figured you might want to I talk have. about it. It's Flowers and horrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's and what I hear. <laughs> it's a good it's family film. It's so much more. Yes, because <laughs> incest is best when you keep it in the family. Um, and the thing is, it's like I watched the movie as like, I think it came out in like the mid 80s. That sounds right. And... <laughs> And, and we all, like, at, like, 12, we read all of the books, and they're horrible. They're so horrible. <laughs> like, their family tree has no branches. <laughs> and, and it's just awful. And the things the family does to each other. And it was so funny because I can't, I think it was when I started really digging up some of the old, um, more, uh, Oh, God, what's the word I'm looking for? When I started finding, like, the spiral stories, the kind of the gothic stories, and I started reaching out for the books, I started going, well, what other things like this? Because this is a thought I had a couple of years ago. And um, because then we get ideas years later about we should do a podcast episode about that sort of thing. (laughs) And um, I, I think Jilly and I were talking about horrible, those horrible, trashy novels. And I was like, maybe I should reread them. And I'm like, wait, before I spend any money on them, yeah. I should go to Wiki and I should just read the plot breakdowns. And I've never been so horrified. Because <laughs> I remember reading like at least the first three. And I yeah. think even I gave up gave up as like a, a teenager that I was like, this is just too horrible. And it it is like every book gets worse. It's just... And, and, and you're like, but how could it? And amazingly, yet it does. <laughs> and and I was like, I that's plenty. That the wiki article was it, all that I good. needed. Yeah. I don't need to spend more time with it <laughs> because the the three minutes that it took me to read this page was too much. Yes, that's three and minutes now, of your life. Three minutes of my life I'll back. never get back. And now I have that in my brain, which is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, there we are. So flowers yeah. in the attic. It's fucking awful. There was something else you were mentioning that flowers in the attic was an aside to, though. Do you remember what else you were talking about? Mm. Uh, no. No. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yes, Amityville Horror. Oh yeah, Amityville Horror. To me, it when I was a kid in the seventies, that that was just straight up nonfiction. Oh, yeah. That's, that's true shit, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there, there, there's so much that I look back on in the 70s. And it was like oh, we, we believed anything we was a, possible. We were a gullible folk. Yeah, pyramid power, UFOs, Atlantis, <laughs> Bigfoot. Sure, all of it. Just pile it on. You know, you want to know something that's so funny? So, mm. I work in online fraud, which I don't... Yeah, whatever. I work in online like, fraud. Like I pointed out in previous episodes, you, you work to prevent I work online to prevent fraud. online fraud. <laughs> uh, my company's kind of cheap. And they don't like to spend money on tools that we could use. And so we, there's a lot of tools that we find online that are free. And this one great tool that we found <laughs> was put up by um, UFO <coughs> non-believers um, to okay. when people put up pictures of 
UFOs, as I'm doing my quoted quoted fingers, uh-huh. they put up UFO pictures. There is a website where you can look at the photo and you can see the metadata on the photo. Oh, sure, yeah. And I use them to disprove the people who Photoshop the head off of the passport photo. Oh, Jesus. Because we make them take pictures of themselves right. holding their ID as a proof of life. And they will, I have literally gotten pictures where they've taken the head off the passport and put it over the head of the person who is holding. Sure. That's because that's the thing that people do. That's convincing. Yeah. Looks like really big hands (laughs) (laughs) holding the passport that they found on the internet. Um, I did not realize audition. Yeah. No, I I, I have a a whole section here labeled movies that I didn't know were based on books. And yeah, audition is one of them. Uh, although with Audition, you can certainly be forgiven for not knowing that because it was like practically another 10 years before an American edition of it came out after the movie was released. So. Smarty pants. Well, no, no, no. That's what I was reading earlier okay. today. No, 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 oh, re- oh, really, no, really. This is also on my list. Of, oh, okay. Oh, never I, mind. Okay. Yeah. I suppose I should phrase that as one can be forgiven for not okay. realizing that. Uh, Speaking yeah. of uh, books I read in the 70s, because I got them at a garage sale, I know I read Audrey Rose way back in the day, and it was, oh, probably, yeah. it was probably another decade or so before I actually saw the movie. Sure. I think I've seen the movie, but I don't remember anything about it. We've had that conversation. There's a few movies here that I know you've seen that I have not. That, okay. Uh, that are in my, I, gosh, I didn't know those were books list. <laughs> uh, Burnt Offerings. Oh, yeah. I really need to see that one. It looks great. I've seen the trailer. Uh, Don't Look Now, I saw like 15 minutes of and couldn't handle it that night. Oh, yeah. Because the beginning is just so fucking dire. I I, I can't imagine what it's like for you to watch it. Because, you know, the beginning of it deals with with a, a child dying and the parents having to deal with that. And I don't have or want kids. But I was still like, sometimes I'm okay, and sometimes I'm done. I'm not. Yeah. I will come back to this movie that was, later. So another one that I I just bought the book for is um, a movie that is it has it got released under a couple of different titles. It's been uh, put out under Full Circle or Julia, and I just bought the book Julia. It's Peter Straub. Oh right, yeah, okay. Um, that's and why that's familiar. another one that um, I kind of had, to, I, and and thankfully I'd gotten uh, spoiled. That, okay. Uh, there's um, a child death at the beginning of the book, but then that's where that's the plot point that puts the mother on her journey. Sure. Um, and it's uh, it's uh, Mia Farrow, but it's after uh, Rosemary's Baby, but it's very creepy and gothic, and um, it's it's a you know about a mother in loss and finding your way as a woman. Um, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, the, the the front scene is really harrowing yeah. and awful, and it was a hard watch, but I still really enjoyed it. Uh, the the last one I have on my list of movies that I didn't know were books that I know you've seen that I haven't. <laughs> Our tags are going to get real weird on this one. Uh, <laughs> is uh, The Other, which I know is one that you oh, I love that show. movie. Yeah. And that's one that I think we brought up during our, our Double Gamers episode because yep. it, it deals with twins. Um, and that looks pretty great too. Um... Other ones that I didn't know were based on books. Uh, I think I might have known this at one point, but I'd completely forgotten uh, that The Woman in Black yes. is, is... Which I didn't know it was based on a book a either. Book. Yep. 
Um, Who Can Kill a Child, that, that yeah. one that I was so impressed yeah. with from that Olympia Festival, it, based on a book. Uh, Witchfinder General is based on a book. Nah. But, you know, the book doesn't have Vincent Price, so... I, I, <laughs> Who I cares, man? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Eyes Without a Face... Oh. Uh, or, or to give it its proper title, Les Yeux Sans Visage. Well. I, 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 look, I took it... several semesters of French. i got to use it sometime. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. Have you ever seen that? I have not. It's so Oh, wait. Yes, 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 I have. Yeah. Yes, I have. And the, the daughter is just sadness. And, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Good stuff. And and just so dreamlike and, and stark. And it works so well in black and white. I hope and you got nobody ever tries is, to remake it. And there is a timelessness to it when you're watching it, that it doesn't feel like it was made 50 years ago. It really doesn't, yeah. Um, that it's just, it, it, there's, yeah, it's just, it, 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 uh, it transcends the time it was made in. It absolutely does. Um, I'm going to throw out, uh, just, I already mentioned Rebecca, but, um, both The Birds and Psycho were both originally based on books. and, and True. Uh, uh, oh, the Birds and Rebecca are both uh, Daphne du Maurier. Yeah. Is that what you were about to say? No, it was not. Okay. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> so oh, I said it. what I was going to say was that um, uh, Norman's character in the book Psycho is a very different character. Yes. There's a lot of Anthony Perkins that, uh, you know, and I'm sure it might have been in the writing, but there's just something very specific that he brought to the character. Uh, I think he's a very much more more middle-aged and, and heavy and... And just a very different, not the charming, charismatic. It, the remake that everyone hates because it's a shot-for-shot shot remake. I feel Doesn't like cast the casting is is closer, is closer to the book to the character. Book yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. Uh, Speaking of the seventies, uh, The Exorcist. Oh and, yeah. Um, yeah. And also, uh, The Exorcist Three is a Legion. Is right. the name of the book that and I and I loved. I love the book. I love I love Exorcist three. I love now, both of them. I don't know if I if I knew this before or not, but uh, the Exorcist the screenplay was also written by uh-huh, the author of the book, yeah. and that that's gotta help. Yeah, I figure. I have. Although, although, and I finally did you did you hear about my my hellish story about trying to find? So he wrote the book, but then he wrote another book um, called uh, Novel to Screenplay that was talking about. Oh yeah, and I bought like. I, I bought from these sellers on Amazon where it's just kind of a crapshoot. Yeah. I kept trying to buy that, you know, novel to screenplay this because right. it was a very yes, different take. Right. And I ended up with like four copies of The Exorcist because I, I I would, you know, spend the money on it. They would send it to me and I'm like, this is another copy of The Exorcist. This is not what you advertise. This is not <laughs> what I meant to buy. And every single time they'd go, oh, that's fine. We'll refund you the money. Go ahead and keep the book. And I'm like, I don't So those got you through a hard winter. You know, Apparently. You just were able to burn them for heat. Yes. And... <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up with like four copies of The Exorcist. And then I finally, I, I found a more reputable seller. The, the, the look, I think it's La Creperie that uh, Jillian buys her. Okay, yeah. Her astounding, astonishing uh, uh, gothic novels of girls running along moors in long white nightgowns. Yep. And then it's she a very also, specific thing. Yes. But... <laughs> <laughs> and she also sells a lot of... Um, the novelizations that are done of the movie after the book comes out right. or taken from the script where they do an, uh, 
which are very, very interesting. I, I, I've always loved the fact that there's a novelization of Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yes. That, that just... I, yeah. I Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still really sad because I actually read the novelization of Pretty in Pink that was done from an earlier version of the script where at the oh, end no. of it she ended up with Ducky. Ducky. At, like she's fucking supposed to. I know. <sighs> and then I watched the movie. I felt so was, vindicated when I finally found that yes. out. Well, I love it. And then Molly Ringwald's like, he felt like a brother to me. And I'm like, I don't care what you want. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> you are dead to me. Um, but I also have, um, and I haven't, it's another on the To Be Read pile, but I have the novelization of Crimson Peak. Oh, right. Where yes. it, has a, it has a chapter that is done from the point of view of the house. Excellent. <laughs> that's, that's as it should be. The house is possibly the best character in the it movie. It really is. <laughs> Uh, from from uh, novelizations, I'm I'm gonna go back to to movies that uh, didn't really resemble their books at all, uh, and, and apparently what what I was just saying is oh The Exorcist you know written by the, the same guy who wrote the book you know that's what made apparently the Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter script was written by the guy who did the then novel. why are they I don't know what happened. I don't know why it's so different. They were they were robbed. Either there was, you know, a ton of studio interference or the guy was like, you know what, I don't actually like my book. I'm gonna do it over. You know, which I suppose ow, is possible. Ow, please. Ow, but please. water up my nose. God damn it. Well, why are you drinking that in the first place? You need to drink safer liquids when we're podcasting. Because <laughs> I've already had my sangria. Speaking of, so because this is the thing I do, um, we've already pimped out the North ah. Star Diner all the time. I yes. have a new place to pimp out if you are in the Seattle area. I live in Crown Hill, which is right off of Greenwood. It's kind of North Seattle. And there is a place by my house called Tacos and Beer. It has just a white sign over the restaurant. It just says, Tacos and Beer. And it, I think it's a kind of northern Mexican, I think. Sure. I don't Whatever. know enough to... Um, but they have wonderful drinks, and they have... And it's super cheap, and they have, like, you know, taco bus tacos. But it's just, like... I, I shared a bite of that chorizo with that you. That was really good. And it was really good. I mean, I have eaten, like, four different things there. I ate I, there last night, and we were and talking we're about tonight. places. Yep. And I'm like... I could go back. <laughs> I, I, I still feel like maybe I did it wrong, that, that I went there and I didn't have either tacos or beer. I, I, I didn't have the, can, the actual You can proper... save those tacos and beer for okay. your next visit. Uh, World <laughs> so Wars, go there. World War Z. Which I've heard is a much better experience yes. than, than the movie, because I really felt disheartened by the movie. It just it seems so lost in its the, bigness. The movie was fine. I, I I watched it in the theater. I'm like, yeah, that's okay. the thing that happened. That that was that was an entertaining enough way to to while away an evening. You know, the the the, the best description it. that I have heard for it is it is a vanity project for for Pitt of look what a good husband I am. Yeah, look at what a that, good that husband would make sense. he is. But yeah, from what I understand, the book deals with. All kinds of different characters yeah. all over the world. It doesn't have a chapter. It's another one of those. has a chapter that is pointed from the point of the view of, of, of the, the house. Of the house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's the house. Did I ever tell you about that? 
this was a running joke with with, with some friends. That I don't I think so. We used to watch the the because this was the nineties when when we were all hanging out. We, we watched the then current Outer Limits TV series. Yes, and there was one episode where um, the, this house was causing illusions and luring yeah. people in, and I don't remember if it was killing them or what was going on. But but I remember that the, the most terrible line reading that any actor had, and it was like, "No, don't! It's not her! It's the house!" And and just. Ever since, that has been a running joke with that group of friends. Just, it's the house. Yeah. I'm going to see one of them on, on, on Friday, so I'll have to see if she remembers that. I'm sure she probably does. Um, I Know What You Did Last Summer okay. is a, another movie that doesn't resemble the book. I mean, I, I do <coughs> I do know what, what you did last summer, but that's not what I'm trying to say here. Stop looking at me like that. She's still looking at me like that. Um... Actually, it was great this weekend because I can't remember what horrible thing that Jim did, but Tecla turned and looked at him and she went. <laughs> and then I turned and looked at him and was like. Narrow eyed death glare. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. I got it from you. <laughs> um, I never read the book. From what I understand, it, it's very different. It, the, the, in the book, only like one person dies, and that's the one whose death they're covering up to begin with. You're looking at me. I know what you did last summer. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought, I'd, I'd hoped we were going on to something else. Oh, no. No, I'm afraid not. Um, <laughs> no, but wait. There's more. Yeah. It's like Ronco. <laughs> but wait. There's... If you act now. Uh, if, if you act now, you also get this, this killer with a hook for a hand and a rain slicker. <laughs> it's, it's the... The Gordon Fisherman. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just every just when I was watching the movie, we were like, nope, that's not scary. <laughs> This is the problem I had when I watched the uh, the miniseries version. No, excuse me. I had this problem with the book. I never finished reading Stephen King's It. Because I hit, it's a clown! I, I had a certain point I'm like, Stephen, you it's know I love you. Balloons are just not scary. You're wrong. I, we've, I, we've had yeah. this conversation before. You're wrong. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I Know What You Did Last Summer was written by Kevin Williamson because he realized... Uh, that he'd just written Scream and he needed to write something else to make some money before his 15 minutes of fame were up. Well, that's sensible. Yeah. And that was... Made a lot of, uh, made a lot of sequels. Yep. And if you are the writer of the original movie, you get, you get, you get residuals for every... Really? Because you are, you are the person. It's the same thing with, um, pilots. Oh, sure. Okay. You write the pilots for shows. You know, we were, uh, just rallying off classics earlier... I know we've talked about this at length before, but I wanted to mention again that, that I wish I liked Dracula more than I did. Yeah. Um, we still need to watch the Spanish language. The Spanish language. Spanish, it's true. Blah, blah, it, blah, 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 that is totally staying in the episode. You realize that. <laughs> I've had sangria. <laughs> that I think he'd be able to the say sp- Spanish language. The Spanglish. The Spanglish. The, the Spanglish li- ling- ling- language. Language. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the language spingles. The s- the spoggle lobby. Snickerdoodle. Snickerdoodles, yeah. The Snickerdoodle version of Dracula. I hate you. <laughs> but yeah. And yet here we, we are. are. We are we are left. I think we're, we're we both want to like Dracula more than we do. Yeah. And he's an he's an he's a, a charismatic actor, but it just doesn't and I know there's people out there who are just screaming heresy at me right now. They, but they absolutely are. That's okay. Uh, on the other hand, we did love Frankenstein. God, Frankenstein's so good. That was, there that was, was tears. Amazing. Tears and crying. 
The Thing from Another World. Did you know that was based on uh, actually that. actually a novella? Huh? Um, this one's an interesting case because uh, The Thing from Another World was based on a novella, and then Carpenter's The Thing is kind of a remake of the film, but it's more like a second stab at the novella. Sure. Because like there's scenes that the novella had that the first movie didn't, that Carpenter's version did. Like for example, the the whole bit with with the dog. Ooh. was not, you know, in, in the 50s version. Um, I, I, I've always really liked the, the, um, the title of the short story novella, whichever you want to call it, was just Who Goes There? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, and I can't remember who wrote it, but it's, you know, some reasonably big name from yeah. the classic age of science fiction. So one that I know that so just since we're throwing out there uh, stuff that I know that you've seen that I haven't is sure. Cemetery Man. Cemetery Man, yes. I need to see that again because it's become clear to me as I'm reading things other people say about it that I don't remember fuck all about the movie except for the opening scene. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I actually that should that should have been in my list of uh, movies I didn't realize were based on books because I, I I did run across that today and I was like, mm-hmm. huh, okay. Um. A uh, movie that just kind of made me sad is a uh, Coraline, uh, which people just love. But what I took away from it is some people have shitty parents, and that's just the way things are. And that's the way things are. Yeah, which except on I the one hand is a, is a yeah it's a wonderful lesson. It, well, it's I've also learned a, that lesson. It's also a very British lesson. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm sure you're not reading in, into it anything that was not intended. <laughs> Uh, so I'm just going to really quickly throw out, because there's a whole bunch of uh, of Japanese movies. Oh, yeah. So there's, like, you know, there's Dark Water, and mm-hmm. there's, um, uh, dear God, I swear I was already, um, One Miss Call, um, oh, Battle right. Royale, yes. and The Ring are all... Um, and so is uh, Pulse. Yes. Cairo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Battle Royale is the only one of those that I've actually read. Mm-hmm. Um... I really like the book, and I think I can fairly say that the movie is a pretty good adaptation of it. Yeah, I've read the book too, actually. Okay. I actually just uh, don't. I just I've been getting rid of things of like, am I really ever going to read this again? And I yeah. realized one one go through it was as much as I was going to do. Um, I just have a little tiny house. <laughs> well, the, this was actually a really rare book for me because. It, it, and it, honestly, if I were going to read it again, I would get it on the Kindle. Um, yeah. Because it's it's big and thick and. Yes. It's easier to hold. Uh, up. This book was a, was a very rare book for me, and that I, I borrowed it from a friend, mm-hmm. a, and and I gave it back. You did? I, yeah. Right. I know. <laughs> I remember was... when I first started lending you things, and you're like, "Don't lend me things." And I'm like, I, "I know where you live, and I come to your house fairly yeah. regularly. I will just take it back." And, and, I, and um, you did. I do. <laughs> that 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 really threw me. I the, the first time I was like, "Yeah, I really need to get such and such back to you, don't I?" And you're like, "No, no, I'm what?" I took care of it. Last time I was there, just took it off your shelf. <laughs> I never knew. <laughs> Want to go home and check on the good silver? <laughs> You'll know where to find it. <laughs> good point. Good point. American Psycho. American Psycho. Which I still kind of want to read, even though you're like, please don't. Yeah. It, it, I, it, I had trouble getting through yeah. it. Uh, mm. There were parts of it that were just so fucking gruesome. <laughs> but it's really good. And... Mm-hmm. I, I'm not on it. I don't honestly want to completely talk you out of it because it is yeah. really good. And one of the things that that I really liked about that I thought they did a pretty amazing job of translating into the film, uh-huh. but still works better in the book. Yeah. 
uh, is because you know it's written in in, in in the first person, and so he'll he'll be talking about you know okay then I did the, these horrible things and then the next chapter is just him talking about like a Huey Lewis in the news album. And you're like, what? Yeah, yeah. And 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 and, and I do that the little bit that I miss that I got simply from talking to you about it um, was, well, what do you feel actually happened? And I gave my opinion. You're like, I really liked in the book that it was left a lot more nebulous to it make, really it, to make yeah. a decision on your own as to what actually happens. And, you know, there's yeah. praise to be given for either for either side of it. Um, so, so, so I guess what I want to say is that the book is a more interesting experience. Yeah. Oh. Uh, um, one that I'm just going to talk about because it's very um, important to me as the teenager that I was is um, I got a, <laughs> a monthly $5 allowance from, from my dad and stepmom, which I was really, really poor growing up. Yeah. So I waited. I waited for that $5 to show up. And I would either buy a wrestling magazine or I'd buy Fangoria. Okay. And there was a good while where I mainly bought Fangoria because there was one sure. gas station in town that would carry it. And I remember reading about Nightbreed. Oh, yeah. it was going to come out. Yeah. And then we didn't really have a public library. But it was... You talk to people, and I, I throw this phrase out, and I feel like it so dates me. But people of a certain age, <laughs> you will remember going to the drugstore or going to the grocery store. And, I mean, they still kind of have that book section, in the grocery store and you're like there's sure. magazines and then there's these books yeah <laughs> and but there were i mean that was when i bought the first of the robert jordan books and uh the, my first david eddings was at the grocery store on those little turny sure. spinny yeah. shelves and i found the cabal of that has a short story that, that has nightbreed there are some comics from my youth uh, that, that I still have that I could pull out and I could tell you which 7-Eleven I bought them at. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it was so funny because I knew the movie was coming out. And then, because I read about it in Fangoria. And then just randomly I happened to find that book at the drugstore. And then so when it came out, you know, we grew up in the 80s where there were all these sequels. And we saw Nightbreed and we're like... <gasps> You know we're gonna get more. The way it and, ended, certainly and you're like, and we're, we're gonna get a sequel, and we're gonna find out what really happens to the monsters. It's just gonna be about the monsters, and then it never happened, and we yeah. were robbed. What? What I that would, was such a disappointment to me because seriously. I wanted it so badly. What, what I would love is for there to be a, a, a TV series. I it, and it's been talked about. You know, where, where, where the, inha- the inhabitants of Midian have just scattered mm-hmm. and someone is trying to, to mm-hmm. you know, find them all. That's a series right there. Yeah. Do that instead of Walking Dead, which <laughs> fucking hates its fans. So, do we want to admit that we completely forgot that we did a zombie episode? <laughs> <laughs> we were like, yeah, you know, we're, what, what should be our next uh, podcast be? And, well, we could do zombies, but who fucking cares? We don't care about zombies. We don't even really like zombies that much. And, and we mentioned that so in what? front of Jim. He was like, oh, you, you've you done guys it. did a, a, a zombie, zombie episode. episode. 
So I go back through my list. And I'm like, yep, number 26. Oh, oh, yeah. zombies. There it is. <laughs> Obviously, we give no fucks yeah. about zombies. We, we got everything we wanted to say about zombies out in that one episode and then just deleted, deleted it from, from our, our brains. brains. Because yeah. we, didn't, we didn't need we the needed space more, anymore. We needed more 80s music lyrics. I, Absolutely. St- I still love that from um, uh, The Dreamcatcher. <laughs> because he, he has this, uh, the, all the friends have theories because as they're they're all approaching, you know, our age currently you know they're all in their 40s and and he said oh i had to throw out all of my 50s lyrics because i got a new palm pilot he goes i got a new palm pilot and so when i read the instructions (laughs) for that i had to get rid of something so he has this he talks about this like his his storage warehouse of like where you have to throw away files because you hit a point where you don't have any room for any more files and so i constantly (laughs) think about right yeah but that's how i think about my memories sometimes and then sometimes things just and and i always get so frustrated when it was somebody i knew really really well but I haven't said their name to myself in a really long time. And oh, their yeah. name is gone. Oh, man. And you're like, this is a person I have spent important portions <laughs> of my life with, but I haven't talked to them or thought of them in 10 years. Right. And you realize their name is wow. gone. <laughs> so you talking about um, uh, 80s music lyrics and, mm-hmm. and, and talking about horror films reminds oh, me. Uh, was, was with my family yesterday for, for Mother's Day. Uh, and my, my, my sister, was, you know, who was a teenager <laughs> in the 60s, was surprised to find out that I was familiar with the song People Are Strange. So then I had to explain the Lost Boys, Boys. to her. <laughs> I had the best weekend. I had a Yay. great Mother's Day. Mother's Day last year was hard. Last year was hard. Yeah. But I had a great Mother's Day. And I, I, I had my daughter for the whole weekend, and, and I was with Handsome Boyfriend Jim, and it was just wonderful. And, oh, we took Tekla to Free Comic Book Day. Oh, yeah? I, I know. I'm, like, fostering my little nerd child. Excellent. And Excellent. it makes me so happy. And I, she picked out, you know, her ten comic books. And then we I spent a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Because they, they suck you It's in. funny how Free Comic Book Day lend, tends to Make lead towards spend spending a money. lot of money. But I had this wonderful moment. So... So we're, we're driving in the car, and neither of us put our iPods or anything on, and so we just had, you know, the Top 40s radio playing. And I hear this little piping voice singing along with songs I don't know. That must have been kind of a strange moment. It was, but, but, it, but it was a, really a good wonderful way. moment. Yeah. I am not my daughter's sole source of what she knows of the world anymore. Yeah. Like, she is an individual who is getting information from her school and from her friends and from her teachers. That's a pretty and great thing to happen. I, like, I literally, I started crying yeah. because I'm like, because she's you, her you own person. Because I cry. Very easily, yes. We I both do. do. Oh, I, God, I cry. I cry at commercials. Yeah, It's the saddest fucking thing. Yeah, I'm like, really? Oh, my God. Oh, so one of the books that I got is this beautiful... Hi, welcome to my horror movie podcast. <laughs> I got this beautiful book, and it's called Corgi. And it is um, kind of a fairy tale, and it talks about corgis as this fox-like dog creature that are made of magic, and most of them okay. are gone. And they... And most of them have disappeared from the world, but they all settled in this little village where they help those people survive and take care of them. <laughs> and so they have, like, people-sized corgis that the people ride and little dog-sized <laughs> corgis. So as you open, there's, like, six volumes, and I bought the first one. 
And it has like the storyteller or the wise man who gives the story of why there aren't very many corgis anymore and how they settled in this village. And it's a very symbiotic relationship where they take care of each other. And then the people that they live with, the Mollies, are better for having them in their lives. And the Mollies take care of them and because it's all, you know, and so this is the story of this little girl, this little Molly girl who, you know, has this, and I, I think your dog's name is sprout or something I can't remember now and it gives this background but then you turn the page and there are no more words it's all told in pictures nice. and it's fairies and monsters and like one of the final pictures is actually kind of terrifying and then there's this moment this bit at the end of it where something dramatic happens and literally tears started streaming down my face and then I turned the page and I was like oh thank god but it was just it was beautiful and and i got these books and we read and and you used to not like comics i'm trying yeah yeah it sounds like you're getting oh and i got a girl genius too oh good okay like that was a lot of fun i still haven't gotten all the way through um key and oh lock and key lock and key i was just reading today that there's another attempt to get a tv series going cool there's also a an audio drama that was done and released as an audio audio book but it's, oh, that... but it's all done with a, a, a greater cast. So yeah. it's not just one person reading it. It's kind of done as an audio drama. Sure. Um, and I, I bought that on Audible. And we've been saving it up for when we go on a trip or something. Yeah. I had to stop reading it because it's too much. It's it's very yeah. harrowing and hard. Though I did really, really enjoy it. I, I haven't read a ton of it, but I've read enough of it to, to I bought know I bought you're... the set. So if you ever do want to... Anybody what are we talking had? about? Oh, yeah, horror movies. Um, yeah. But anyway, it was a wonderful weekend. Best Mother's Day present good. I possibly could have gotten. Um, the Tenant. Oh, yeah, I've kind never of, seen kind that. Kind of going into uh, 70s. Polanski, right? Yes. Yep. So I don't know if I will watch it. Honestly, I have less issue with Polanski than I do with, say, Woody Allen. Yeah. Yes, it was a horrible thing. I mean, not, not discrediting. He, he drugged and raped a 13-year-old girl. Yeah. But he didn't spend his entire filmmaking career talking about how much he loves 13-year-old girls. Okay, you make an excellent point. Yeah, he made a really bad choice in the 70s and, yes, ran away out of the country to avoid prosecution yep. for that. He's not a good person. But, uh, but, but again, I like didn't his fucking movies. He liked his and movies. I feel bad about Repulsion is amazing. Have you ever yeah, seen Repulsion? I have not. It's really good. Um... And I have seen The Tenant and liked it. and um, But again, like I said, you know, I think that people can be redeemable and realize that they've done a bad thing. Yeah. Um, Woody Allen, on the other hand, seems to be like, fuck you, I like 14-year-old girls. Pretty much, yeah. And uh, did you hear about the most recent quote that he did where no. he, oh God, it was some interview <laughs> where he talks about how wonderful his wife is and how he shaped her and formed her and helped her be a better person and, ah. Ah, yeah not okay fucking i that's, actually i i had that's... i had like two or three woody allen sets because there was a bunch of his movies that i really liked and then i kept hearing these other ones that you know are even better but i just hadn't watched them yet so they had a special on amazon at one point and so i, I bought the sets and then Everything came again to the front on the basic molestation of yet another of his adopted daughters. 
And I just realized I couldn't, in good conscience, watch another of his movies and not feel filthy. Yeah. And so I made them go away. Entirely (laughs) reasonable. So, uh, Interview with a Vampire. Interview with a Vampire. Oh, our goth tropes. Let us show them to you. That's a pretty decent adaptation. I mean, it really is. I remember being really angry when it came out because I fucking hate Tom Cruise. Well, have you heard who's rumored to play him in the, the new version? Yeah. Jared fucking Leto. I know. Because, you know. Hey, Tom Cruise. I love Tom Cruise. Let's talk about Tom Cruise some more. <laughs> uh... Actually, I don't love Tom Cruise. And I don't remember if I, if I told you that uh, a couple of weekends ago, uh, Jason, you know, who's like the friend I've had yeah, since, yeah. since my early teens, uh, found out that I had never seen Top Gun. And so made me come over and watch Top Gun. And you know what? There's a reason I've never watched that fucking movie. But that was our thing, that neither of us had seen Top Gun. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He's, ru- he's ruined me for you. Which was bound to happen. God damn him. <laughs> Hellraiser. Hellraiser, yes. Hellraiser is one of those where, even though in Oops, a lot sorry, of ways baby. it's not a very faithful adaptation, I really love both, both of them. Both of them equally. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um... People hate me when I say this, but um, The Ring, like, I love the U.S. and the Japanese for very different yeah. reasons, and I, and I like them both. Well, they, they both contain a different set of cultural assumptions. Yeah. And... And they're both scary because they do. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, one of the things in the Japanese version that I just totally love is that there's this one guy who's like, oh, by the way, I'm psychic, and, you know, that's just treated And people just, are just know, like, okay. Oh, okay, you're psychic. People cool. do that. Yeah. And on the other hand, in the U.S. version, you have that fantastic scene with the with the horses on the ferry, which is just so fucking terrifying and awful. Yep. And there's nothing like it in the in the original version. They're both great. I, yep. I totally agree with that. Um, little odd ones that um, I don't know if you'll have ever seen. There's a movie called um, The Hole from 2001 with Thora Birch. I never did see that. That's the one I it, thought you were going to show me when, when I you showed saw me the Hole. The, yeah. Which is Joe Dante, the guy who did Gremlins. He does really great, wonderful, you know, kids, light-ish horror, tween horror, um, until in Gremlins where it's not kids horror anymore, yeah. where she talks about Christmas and then all of a sudden it gets <laughs> really fucking dark. Um, but the whole, uh, not the Dante version, right. um, it's, you know, it's kind of one of those kick you in the junk at the end of the movie because we, when there's a twist... Um, and it's a really fucking awful twist, and but it's really well done. I want to see it. It's 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 it, interesting, and it's it's almost consistently um, available on one of the streaming services. If you you know, sure. got a, a it, it's one of those that I know I looked at in the video store a lot, mm-hmm. and I oh. saw it about the time that it came out and and enjoyed it. I think I might have even rented it at uh, okay. Vertigo Video, my my tiny little faux yes scarecrow. Um, another one that I remember reading the book a long time ago is Relic. And actually reread it and it's still pretty good. And the movie's decent. It's not stellar. It's just a nice, good, you'd catch it in the middle of the afternoon uh-huh. as you're flipping by it on cable. Did you ever see it where they, they ship the stuff? The, the, the Relic. Oh, yeah. 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 It, you know, it's just a good, nice, middle-of-the-road mm-hmm. horror movie. That's yeah. not fantastic or terrible. I think I saw it in the theater. And, I just and... I, I wrote it down because I've actually read the book too. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then you have um, Stir of Echoes, which is another one I didn't know that came from a book. But oh um, yeah. And uh, Secret Window, which I kind of like the. I kind of liked the, it. He's a wasn't he yeah. a book 
He's a writer. A writer, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a Johnny Depp, I yeah, think, playing. Yeah. It's, a, it's a Stephen it's, King film. You know what? It's not perfect, but I enjoyed it. And uh, and The Wicker Man. Yes. Uh, oh, I and Willard. I knew that was a, oh, yes. I adored Willard. Actually, you, never you, seen you still need to see. Oh right, right. I've never seen the remake either. Right, but I really want to see the original because you, yeah, I you really love that, that actor. Oh yeah, uh, Bruce Davison. Okay, I just that. Which have you ever ever forced you? Speaking of Jen's documentary corner. Jen's documentary corner. The gal who was in that thing, which is the sequel. Oh, that one that I haven't heard of. Um, you know, it, I think it got a lesser release because they never care about women character that, actors true. as much yeah. as they care about men character actors. But they're both wonderful, and it gives a real honest telling of what it is to try and be an actor. You know, there are a half of one percent of of actors who are famous and making money hand over fist, oh, yeah. and then there's a million actors who are trying to make it and then a, a bunch of them who are character actors who get jobs here and there and then we'll have a year where they don't work and basically are ma- remaining out in Hollywood on you know loan of their families that you yeah. know are like you know my, my brother's a dentist occasionally he sends me money you know yeah but they do it because they love acting and and watching both of those movies make made me feel like you can still do things for love Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you can find a way to make that sustain you. And, you know, a lot of them admit, I married well. My, you know, yeah. my wife has a job that allows me to be... I would, I would love be... to do that. You know? <laughs> Marry well. Yes. <laughs> but there's such good documentaries. And if you love film and filmmaking and and the heart behind it all, there it's just wonderful. There are any rich ladies out there who particularly like the sound of my voice, <laughs> you can reach me at montour at gmail.com. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I... I like I said, I hadn't heard of the second one, but the, the, the first one has been on my to-watch list for a while. Um, you probably had no idea, but by mentioning <laughs> Stir of Echoes, you, you've opened an entire can of worms. No! Yep. Because uh, the, the book was written by Richard Matheson. Oh. I fucking love Richard Matheson. Yes. And I would do an entire Richard Matheson episode if I thought there was quite enough no. material to. But since there's not, I'm going to go ahead and do, do a rundown of, of, of other things that he's done. He, he wrote I Am Legend, which someday someone's going to make, make a decent movie of it. Yes. it it's, been, it's been attempted several times. I've never seen the 50s Vincent Price version. Yeah, neither have I. Um, or another topic, I don't think I've seen the 60s version either. <laughs> and I'm not sure I saw I Am Legend. Oh my God, move on! <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But anyway, um, but the book's wonderful. The book is fantastic, <laughs> and, and the book has has an amazing ending that every single adaptation decides they're going to change. Yeah, God knows why. Uh, Duel, you know the Europe, oh, you know, Steven Spielberg Spielberg That's TV Matheson. movie. Oh, yeah, it's I fantastic. Need to, I need to put that hunt. See, I I don't love the so bad it's good movie. Yeah, but I love I love me some seventies and early eighties made for. TV yep. or God, I fucking love it, <laughs> and I can just like I can go, I can just put all of my my high expectations away, <laughs> and just because well, and there's a lot of really really good directors and really good actresses, oh, yeah. actresses that they got to like put their foot in, and and Duel is an, an amazing movie, and it's really fantastic. Um, The Incredible Shrinking Man, oh, also Matheson. I am still here. Oh God, oh. yeah. Yeah. Uh, spoilers. 
<laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, that moment. Yeah. Ah. Uh, the Legend of Hell House. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so good. I, I can still hear like this high keening noise that is Jillian as she's watching it. <laughs> Not a horror movie, but uh, Somewhere in Time is one of his. Really? Yes. yes, it is. Wow. I didn't think I was aware of that. And the last one I'm going to mention is uh, What Dreams May Come. I, I hate that movie. Oh, that movie's mean. Yeah. And that movie makes it look real easy to drag somebody out of a depression. That's that's the only meaning I can take away from, yeah. from the ending. Where where he goes into hell and, you know, with with the power of love manages to get her out of it. it since I was kind of going through hell in a relationship at that point, I walked out of there going, it's yeah, not that fucking, fucking easy. easy. Yeah. So why don't you just that's, why don't you just be happier? Yeah, basically. Have you tried? Don't you, know, don't you know how much good stuff's in your life? Maybe if you were just happy about it. Have you tried not being a mutant? <sighs> um, <laughs> so yeah, that, that's what that's my Matheson list. Uh, and and yeah, as much as I, I may have hated that movie, everything else he did more than makes up to yeah. it for me. I noticed you've put your notebook down, so I, I, have. so I take it you're done. I'm done. Uh, ha- have a look through my list and see if there's anything else you, you want to mention here. Actually, we talked about that uh, one. The Keep and the Hunger. Um. <laughs> oh, you, you noticed. Okay. Oh, she, yeah. she, she just knows that my category for some of these was meh. <laughs> a lot of these we've already covered. Oh, A fair amount, yeah. I really want to read the Pontypool book. So do I, yeah. Isn't but, it a series? Oh, is that everything? I, I don't, that's everything, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I don't think Silence it's a series. Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, that, that's one we definitely need to mention because it's fucking fantastic. I hadn't read the book until last year Ooh. or the year before. And well, I actually read them back in Minneapolis. So. I'm so glad I finally got around to it. I, I actually re- read them in the proper order. I read Red Dragon before that, and, okay. and, and then I read Silence of the Lambs, and I'm probably going to stop there. Yeah, you probably should. Yeah, but they were both really, really excellent. I, I tried to watch The Keep, and it was just not what I should be watching when I tried to watch it. Mm, okay. Yeah. I remember liking it when I saw it, but I don't remember much of anything about it except that there were Nazis and ghosts yes. and, and a fortress, and yes. maybe it was a Nazi ghost fortress. I'm not really sure. <laughs> um, and we've already brought up... Uh, we, we talked about Angel Heart before. Actually, the, the, the one thing that's left on this list that I don't think we, we've, we've really talked about, at least not for a while, is uh, John Carpenter's Vampires. Yeah, you're 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 giving me quite the look there. I'm way fonder of that movie than it probably deserves. Actually, I've wanted to give it another watch. <laughs> yeah, I would I would totally go for that. One of the things that I actually really liked about it though is that it came out at a time where a lot of other vampire movies and TV and it came had a different been, take on it. Yeah, but 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 a lot of them had been like just sort of escalating the vampire threat. It's like, oh, you know, here we're facing down a dozen vampires, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And there's a scene in, in, early on in, in Jordan Carpenter's Vampires think where... they've fucking knocked it out of the they park. They think they've won, and a single vampire shows up. And lays waste. Yes. And leaves and, a bloody ruin. And and that was... That, that earned like, its keep oh, wait, they're for monsters. me right there. Yeah, exactly. And they're dangerous. Exactly. They're, yeah. not, they're not just cannon fodder. They're not stormtroopers. No. Yeah. But yeah, you, you you were you were mentioning off my list a minute ago that you want to read the book for Pontypool. Uh, the book is called Pontypool Changes Everything, and I think that title goes with the ending. Oh yeah, really well, which you know you're kind of like the after credit. You're like, what? Yeah, I know. I that, that's the hardest part is I love showing that movie to people, and then and then as the credits start, they're all like, okay, Just let, let me prepare you for this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
but it, it's still fantastic. Um, yeah. So I do apologize for us getting here a little bit, a little bit late, but um, I am I am, oh, yeah. I am on the mend. I basically got pneumonia in December, and I've been coughing since then. I've been consistently losing my voice for the last month or so. Last week, I was literally having trouble breathing. I was hospitalized with pneumonia about in 2012. I've got some damage in my lungs. Having had pneumonia multiple times, you have to cough it out. Except by doing that, I kept keeping my lungs inflamed and damaging my vocal cords. Uh, So basically, I finally went to a pulmonary specialist who they put me on a reflux medication and two forms of allergy medications. Not that I'm aware that I have any allergies, but they're just trying to do anything that will possibly inflame my lungs at this point. And also taking some really serious cough suppressants. So it's getting a lot better, but we hit a point last week where, I mean, Jim was scared because I was sitting next to him taking these gasping breaths because I couldn't get enough air. Um, and I just hit a point last week where I'm like, I know we're on two weeks and we've both done the prep work for the episode and I'm like, I'm not in a position to be able to do it. So, you know, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully the sound quality on this is going to get better. And yeah, let us know if, if you think it's improved or yeah, give us your opinions. Yeah. And, um, I, I still, I still hear a little bit of my hoarseness, but it's a lot better than it was. And hopefully in two weeks it will be even more. We shall see. I will sound more like me. Um, so hopefully in two weeks with um, a new podcast and who knows what it'll be. Yep, no idea. Uh, my name is Jennifer Lovely. I can be found at jengaloves.com on Tumblr under Jennifer Lovely and on Twitter as Jenga Lovely. Uh, I'm Michael Montour. You can find me in my horror fiction at my website, bloodletters.com. Uh, you can also find me as Montour on, at, on Twitter and Michael Montour on Tumblr. Uh, right. I, also on like Facebook and shit, you know. Yeah, mine's all locked down because I got it. Yeah, well, okay. I, I I still got a fan page that I almost never post to. Yeah, and my Jenga Loves has got um, a, a Facebook, so I can definitely be found on Facebook via that. And I'm also very welcoming of any discussion on there. I just do, uh, due to having a little girl, have my, my personal Facebook is, yeah. is tucked away. Yes. <laughs> Mine has been, you know, ever since you're straight. Well, yeah. 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 All right, we'll see you in two weeks. (laughs)